Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tomi Rotimi. You already know who I am. And if you don't know, I run a fashion label here in Nigeria called Exclamations. I've been running this brand now for the past 17 years, so I think I know a thing or two. Today's podcast is the first of a two-part series, and it's on pricing. So two days ago, I had a conversation with one of my mentees. She was thoroughly devastated because she had just lost one of her top clients to a competitor and she suspected that the reason was um, pricing. Now, she recently had to increase her prices based on, um, you know, some of her costs and, you know, some other factors that she, she honestly couldn't avoid it. And I did advise that she increase her pricing um, to kind of accommodate these new realities. But she did notice that um, this person who had been a customer of hers, a really good customer of hers for a very long time, had recently started buying from another vendor um, and she just really was a bit disappointed. And, you know, so she came panicking and all. Um, So we had a long conversation about pricing um, and some of the factors that influence price increase, some of the justifications for it. Um, And that's what I want to touch on right now. Now, this first part is going to be um, really us talking about this particular scenario. Why do you think a competitor's pricing is lower than yours? That's what this podcast is about. Why is my competitor's pricing lower than mine? Um, And there could be different reasons. And the reason why I want to talk about this is you need to be careful not to mirror your pricing with a competitor because you really don't know why, you know, their prices are lower. Um, And there could be a variety of reasons um so your circumstances are different so you sometimes it's it's a good it's good to research why the competitor's pricing is lower instead of just you just trying to match their pricing arbitrarily so i'm going to touch on a few points today so the first point is you know what your competitor may not be paying tax and this is very popular in nigeria a lot of brands are not complying with their tax obligations. They simply are not. Um, some, of, some of them get away with it because they are really running very small establishments and running them very informally. So they kind of go under the radar. Some of them are running their businesses like it's, you know, with their personal names and not even so much as a corporate entity. Um, and they're doing very well. They are, you know, they are, they're, they're being a bit aggressive with marketing, but they don't really have um, establishments, formal establishments, tax paying establishments. You know, some of these brands are not even registered. Like it's, it's gets that bad. Um, so they are not paying their taxes and this is not right. This is not right. And most definitely, definitely not sustainable. Because sooner rather than later, those tax um, um, obligations will catch up with them and they would have to somehow build in that cost into their business to accommodate their VATs and all the other um, taxes that um, would accrue to them. So your competitor may not be paying tax. And if you are paying tax, you need to definitely accommodate your tax uh, payment in your pricing. 
right? It's something you need to consider so that you are not running your business at a loss. So that could be one of the reasons why your competitor's pricing is lower. Be careful because, you know, it's just a matter of time. These tax obligations will catch up with the competitor. They would either have to increase their pricing or run their businesses at a loss. Either way, you know, something is going to change. Number two, this still has to do with costs. Aside from taxes, some competitors are not, they are honestly not considering their costs. They have poor accounting systems, they are ill-advised, and they are only considering their direct costs in pricing. You know, because either the price of the fabric, maybe the price of labor, you know, they throw in a bit of profit in there. And, you know, they come up with a competitive price, a price they feel their target market or their customers cannot resist. And, you know, they put the price out there. You know, if they had a proper accounting system, if they were able to capture all their costs, some of them will realize they were running their businesses at a loss. We're not even talking just, you know, on tax. Now, tax is one element, you know. So even if they are going under the radar with the tax, all the other direct costs that they are actually spending money on right now, you know, logistics and, um, you know, even the cost of their rent. Um, Even if you are not paying rent and the space is free to sustain your business, you know, you still need to build in the cost of rent. You know, you need to assume, you know, the market rate for rent, you know, for the property that you're using you know even if you are not paying yourself a salary you know you need to capture you know your own costs because you, you're adding value there you know um you definitely need to pay yourself a salary for starters and you need to capture that every single cost component of running your business needs to be captured in your costs and i know a lot of small businesses you know don't do this as efficiently as they should so your competitor may not be capturing all her costs and you will be looking at this person and saying to yourself how are you doing it how can you possibly be selling this low because you have captured all your costs and you know that there is a minimum value that this particular product should be sold um, at for it to be profitable but your competitor is not doing this you know so again don't be too quick to drop your pricing because again that is not sustainable very soon um, to keep the business going your competitor will either have to increase her price or reduce the quality of her product either way you know something is going to change so don't base your price reduction strictly on her own behavior right sometimes we need to check out the reason why and sometimes her lower price prices a reflection of her inefficiencies right so be careful even though you've lost this customer to her the customer is likely to come back to you soon if pricing was the only reason why because soon she will not be able to she will not be able to maintain that level of you know quality or that price something is going to change that the quality of the pricing will change when she does get her costs costing right number three your competitor may be targeting a different market. And this is very important to understand. If your competitor is targeting a different market, then you know that her target market's perception of value, her target market's, 
her target market, um, you know, the price range for her target market might be different from yours, um, you know, and there are a lot of factors that influence um, different target markets. So if you are operating um, at maybe like a premium price point category, for instance, and somebody else is operating at a lower income price point category or a mass market price point category, you know, your price points are different because your target audience, you know, has a different perception of value. So, the, you know, I've, I've had a product whereby um, I increased the price, you know, not significantly, but at least noticeably. I increased the price from, you know, I even throw in the figures, I increased the price from 30,000 naira to 38,000 naira, which is a huge difference, wouldn't you think? But guess what? I sold more of that product at 38,000 than I did at 30. And I increased my price because there were some costs I had not captured. And when my accountant saw this, you know, he very quickly insisted that we had to increase the price. But he also said that, you know, the price of that product at that at that time at 30,000 did not really um, reflect the value of that product and it did not also um, project to my target market that this was something of value because they have an idea of what this should be priced at and if it is priced significantly lower then they begin to um, inquire about the quality of this of this piece so sometimes you know we forget that pricing is also the most efficient measure of value and it's the most it is the most efficient way of creating a perception you know for your product if a product is 500,000 naira it will be perceived different than the same product being 50,000 naira you know you create a perception the minute you price your pieces and pricing certainly should be used to create perception you know so if your target markets are different you know you can't now mirror your pricing with this other person because your target markets are different your consumer behaviors are different your perception of value for your brand and product are different now, if your customer has gone to this other person, it could be a change in circumstance of your customer and it could even be a momentary change um, in her consumer behavior, just a momentary change. And she might just come back to what she finds more comfortable. Um, I also remember that the target market also determines some of the other perks that you attach to shopping with you, you know. And those perks are not necessarily tangible, but your customer definitely enjoys them, you know. So, for instance, the kind of space um, and after-sales service, you know, that I'm going to offer my customers to shop in and to enjoy would be different from that of a brand who is targeting a less sophisticated market, right? So, don't be quick again. I'll keep saying this. Don't be quick to mirror your prices with the competitor because... You know, the target market might be different. And if the target market is different, the expectations are different, the perception of value is different. The target market, you guys already know, I'm very big on identifying who your ideal customer is, um, which is the same thing as um, identifying who your target market is. You know, if the target market is different, it is very likely that the price point will be different. So that's it for today. I'm just going to touch on these three. Um, I will... Um, 
possibly touch on a few others but that would be in my newsletter um but we like i said this is a first of a two parts so the second part will come in soon but i want you to listen to this over and over and over again i know a lot of us fall victim of trying to just drop our prices because you know we sense that the competitor our competitor is um selling lower and possibly selling more as a result um or some of us want to increase our prices again because we see that our competitor is getting away with selling at a higher price you know these factors that i have pointed out could very well be the reasons why um, your competitor has been able um, to reduce their prices or increase as the case may be so please do not measure your prices strictly based on what your competitor is doing uh, instead seek to constantly and consistently create value to your clients um, let your client more so than the competitor determine how you operate right um, i'm not saying you should ignore the competitor your, your competitor altogether you know but that shouldn't be the only reason why um the only re- the only reason why you change your prices or do any other thing you do let the client guide you and let your own realities also guide you but more importantly be a brand that adds value nothing influences um the customer's behavior or customer's loyalty more than value addition that is the truth that is the truth you know your value will stand you out and your value will keep you relevant you know so i want you to really think about these things when you're pricing and when you're doing any other thing regarding your business so that's it we're done for today thank you so very much for listening um we are going to have an update on this on the site on the website you guys already know the site www.tomirotimi.com you know we have our blog post there and there will be a blog post on this matter um there will also be a newsletter on this matter because um i've heard so many people talk, talk on um pricing and not being very intelligent in the way they price so i think we need to talk about it a little bit more so that's it for today thank you so very much for listening please share this podcast with your friends and your contacts or anybody else you think that would need it and please send me an email um let me know what else you want me to tackle and just let me know how these podcasts are helping you if at all um that's it for today thank you for listening bye